0: Hey, I'm Pastor Neil, and this is The Pastor's Table. We're going to take on some very interesting subjects. These next couple of uh, sessions of The Pastor's Table, we're going to be talking about social injustices and and really how to deal with them as a Christian. So, get your pen, get your paper, get your popcorn. We're going to dive right in.
1: Hi, welcome to The Pastor's Table. The pastors' table prior to this episode has been in a private group so that we could have discussions. And on the unction of the Holy Spirit, we have now going into a broader field and welcoming many more people to be able to partake. Pastors' table vision uh, started several years ago with just a, a actually a dream, and there had been much prayer about what did God say and. How did he want us to move forward? And just this dream happened where we saw us coming together and talking about what was relevant, what was on people's hearts. From a very real perspective, this is just who we are and we're discussing without script, uh, just coming together, having prayed and sought the Lord. What is, how do we respond? How do we talk together? So for those of you who've never met us before, I'm Reverend Gwen Dreger, the founder of Celebration Life Church.
0: I'm Pastor Neil. I'm the men's pastor and uh, hospital ministry pastor at uh, Celebration Life Church.
2: And I'm Pastor Anne. I'm uh, the associate pastor here at Celebration Life Church.
3: And I'm Pastor Jason. And uh, I guess you would say the discipleship pastor. here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Amen. And it is very wonderful how God has united our hearts by Holy Spirit. We all have unique giftings and operate differently, but God has us work together, mm-hmm. His plan, and we're excited about that. So we're gonna dive right in, uh, in some of the issues that are very relevant to what is going on globally in the world and and questions that we receive. I, mm-hmm. I get questions all the time. People mm-hmm. come across my desk, they ask me about this, they ask me, where do you stand? Where do you stand as a pastor? And much of the world wants to know, where is the world standing? Not just the world, but Christians want to know, where do you stand on the issues that are relevant to today? And in past episodes, we talked about how people need to come to faith and their identity in Jesus Christ. But we're going to dive right into some of the more complicated issues today that people are facing, especially after these past few years. Many, many people... Mm-hmm. are struggling. Mm-hmm. They're having a rough time getting over or how to live and how to get up and shake off the last three years of uncertainty. And we understand people are are very insecure and they've been shaken at a very big core. We also understand at this time in the world, revivals are breaking out in not just the United States, but several other places as well. Other countries are beginning to experience the presence of God in wonderful ways and miracles. We also know at the same time, there's sin abounds where grace has been abounding. And so we wanna uh, let you know where we stand on some of those issues and how, why we take the stand we do and how we as believers can come into the place where we hear from Holy Spirit, trust His voice and then know how to be that standing voice in the world. Amen? Amen. 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 Uh, go ahead.
0: Go I. Go ahead. Oh, okay. did you have something you <laughs> nope. wanted to say? Okay. Nope.
3: I, I can continue with that. <laughs> um, one, uh, as Pastor Gwen was saying there, often uh, the issues that come up are current events, current issues that are in the world that people are dealing with. And they're quite often it depends on who you ask some people ask the church with more of a a critical stance well what is it that you as a christian say about this now and others actually have more of a they're, they're looking for an answer not mm-hmm. just somebody's opinion where they want to know what is the answer to this and they're looking to the church to provide that answer mm-hmm. and so in talking about some of the issues that we'll be talking about going forward it's important to realize that the church w- yeah. And here we, we'll start right out of the gate with a big statement, wasn't called to necessarily be a political entity in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Um, Jesus himself, while on the earth, okay, did not engage in political no. endeavors. Um, he was there to bring a message. He was there, He was there to bring the message of God's kingdom, yeah, mm-hmm. and not necessarily um, be a part of the world's kingdoms and that set up there because, I mean, even when, even when they saw the miracles that Jesus performed, think about feeding the four and the 5,000 there. Mm-hmm. And they saw this and they said, this must be the prophet that God is sending into the world. This must be the Messiah. And they wanted to make him king by force. Right. Right, yeah. right. They thought this is the answer to all of our political issues. Mm-hmm and they wanted to make him king, mm-hmm. to, they're, great, we can have this guy come in, he'll be king, now we're not under the thumb of the Roman Empire anymore, he can be our deliverer. They're thinking completely in a natural and political yeah. situation from that kind of a mindset as the answer to their issues of the day. Mm-hmm. And Jesus refused, yeah. in fact, hid himself from them and said, um, "Nope, yeah. um, he resisted that. He did, that was not what God had called him to do. And so even when he was on the cross, it was so disillusioning to even his own disciples because they're thinking here is the political answer to all of our problems Mm. of the day. And now he's on the cross dying, Mm. right? So they were very disillusioned. They had very, uh, very much no concept or idea that what Jesus was accomplishing on the cross was solving their real issues. Right. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. was, he was dealing with the root, not just the fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you'll hear us talk in that kind of a manner a lot, mm-hmm. the difference between the fruit and the root, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Jesus dealt with the problem of the sin nature of mankind, man's standing with God that was separated from God. Mm-hmm. He was dealing with that because at the core of all the issues that are going on in the world, that's just the fruit that shows and demonstrates that man is separated from God. Mm-hmm. When man is separated from God, you have what we have in the world system today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's evidence that they are not connected and uh, not connected with God, not reconciled to God, the Father. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he is just. He is righteous. He is holy. And so what Jesus was dealing with was the sin issue, that gap, that separation between mankind and God the Father. He's that great intercessor that brought the two together. Mm -hmm. And by him dying on the cross, he was solving that issue. Mm -hmm. He was solving that dilemma. And by rising from the dead, he is given all of mankind, the opportunity to be reconciled back to the father. And that solves the real issue mm-hmm. because it makes the heart of mankind clean and pure and holy once
0: again and free mm-hmm. and free. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, as you've been talking, I've been uh, uh, and a great example of this is this lady down in Texas, her, her name, I believe is Carla Tucker. I think Carla Faye Tucker. Okay. Now she did some very, very nasty things and she, um, she was on death row in, in a prison in, in, in Texas, and she got born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now think about her situation. I mean, she, she murdered some people, and so she cannot change her circumstances, just like the Israelites back in the days of the Bible and Je- when Jesus, was, they couldn't change their circumstances, right. but she's in that circumstance But she's free, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. completely free, right? Mm -hmm. Because she's given her life to Christ, and she can she she got everybody else on death row, the people that she could within earshot of her cell, she got them all saved, Mm -hmm. and and and, and they're all sitting in their death row cells and they're free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a what Jesus did is a bigger picture right? Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't go after flesh and blood, we go after the spirit, mm-hmm. right? We, The things of this, um, he was looking at the spiritual things, the eternal things yeah. of our lives, where you can be in any situation in your life, because sometimes you can't control those situations, but you can still be free.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's right.
0: Oh, hallelujah. Yeah,
1: amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah.
3: I mean, even that scripture, you're, you, there's a verse you're referring <laughs> to, there's a couple of them, but uh, Jesus was saying that he who the Son sets free, free. is free indeed. That's right. Absolutely. right. Because in that same verse, he who sins is a slave to sin. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's slavery. Mm-hmm. And the world is sinful and so is a slave to that sin and is not free mm-hmm. in its current condition. Mm-hmm. But what Jesus has done by setting us free from sin and setting us free from sin and making us sons mm-hmm. of God by doing that he's made us actually free from the sin that the world is dealing with the consequences thereof mm-hmm. yeah. he's made us free mm-hmm. and so you, that person you're talking about there can be in prison still paying the penalty for past sins in that sense a, according to the world system mm-hmm. but had be totally free on the inside because internally she is free from the sin yeah. mm-hmm. that would have that put her there. She is free mm-hmm. from the consequence, the eternal consequence of separation from God, death. Mm-hmm. She's free from that, yeah. mm-hmm. and Amen. and is totally free, even though physically she's still in prison.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's an awesome testimony. Yeah, I
0: mean, when you think about our world system. So we, through all of our rules and laws and everything that our governments create, they're trying to create and uh, legislate morality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. That's right.
1: Unsuccessfully. (laughs) Very unsuccessful
0: because you're not free in that. No. No. It's a set of rules that you have to adhere to. It's like you're in the Old Testament Mm -hmm. all over again and trying to adhere to, you know, the Israelites trying to Mm -hmm. adhere to those rules and they just can't and and it just goes a big, huge mess and they start doing what they saw was right in their own eyes and (laughs) carry on down that road, right? But Jesus went above that. Mm-hmm. went beyond that and mm-hmm. and 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 took and was able to, although we walk in that, we're not of that. That's mm-hmm. right. If yeah. that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. Well, there's this dynamic that happens when people look at those dire situations where they get emotionally attached to, well, it's not right. Maybe she shouldn't uh, ha- or doesn't deserve the death penalty anymore. And they can get all wrapped up in the, is it right for the death penalty and et cetera. Mm-hmm. and they get emotionally focused yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Now, Pastor Anne teaches uh, kindergarten students and she can tell you all about when small children get involved in an emotional situation like when <laughs> Bob pulled Susie's hair and and how wrong it is and how Bob should be punished for pulling Cindy's hair. You know, yeah. and and they get involved in that situation rather than the core issue or the root. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something wrong at the root of this. Mm-hmm. and And if we get bob to to come free, yeah, he won't pull anybody's hair anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and you've watched them get involved in little
2: stuff, right? Yeah, you know, like they, it's not right that what they did was wrong, and I deserve my, you know, my justice justice. yeah <laughs> and, and you know, they'll come and they'll come and tattletale, and you're like, um you know, and we and we talk about that because that can be like a slippery slope of them coming. And you know, and so and so did this, and so and so did that and 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 they're wanting they're wanting punishment, but what through what Jesus does, like we he gets the punishment. Mm-hmm. he He served the punishment. Mm-hmm. and uh, and we look and we see situations we see and we see and we get so like that right, righteous indignation. <laughs> yes. that that we see this situation and we think they need to be punished, but you know, like, don't you deserve to be punished for what you did Mm -hmm. or but you received what jesus did on the cross for you Mm -hmm. and you're forgiven Mm -hmm. why are you assigning blame and punishment to someone Mm -hmm. when jesus suffered the punishment for it Mm -hmm. yeah social justice
1: is a big deal right now Mm -hmm. popular word but not understood well Mm -hmm. no it isn't it you once you get in it it's so blinding to what truth is yeah. And you can get so involved in the situation that you forget about Jesus. I know that's the, but that's what happens. We watch mm-hmm. it. We, mm-hmm. I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen it. We've seen seen it. it. You've yeah. seen it. Where someone gets so involved in a situation, they forget why they got there. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: You know, and that's why we as pastors, we need to, to hang on. You need to pray for pastors too, because it's easy to get involved in someone else's offense. I said this years ago, I said, there's no offense like a secondhand offense. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's, it's one thing, if someone offends you personally, you can grasp the fact that you need to forgive them. But if someone hurts someone you love, Tempty. Oh my word. Mm-hmm. Secondhand offense. Now you weren't there. You didn't see it, but they tell you about it and you're like, I'm going to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty business.
2: <laughs> Never in the mind that when you delve into the situation, there's like, t- there's like 20 sides to that story. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right. But no, you're fighting for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: uh, actually Proverbs 18 has a couple of words about that situation. Mm-hmm. I gotta go this way. Yeah. It's the other way. <laughs> yeah. It's the other way. Yeah. Proverbs 18. Uh, it very clearly marks those who, who have been in that situation talking mm-hmm. they shouldn't have. <laughs> he says, uh, in verse 13 of Proverbs 18 says, He that answers a matter before he hears it, it's folly and a shame to him. That's mm-hmm. King James' version of like, <laughs> don't do that.
0: <laughs> There's also another scripture I was thinking of in Proverbs where it basically says, um, Don't meddle in somebody else's strife.
1: Oh yeah, it's like a dog that t- or someone that takes a dog by the ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And there's
3: another one that talks about you know, you know, when you hear the first story, you think that that is right yeah. until someone else comes along. Oh. Oh. Verse seventeen. <laughs> oh, is it verse, 17? <laughs> <It's> verse seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. He states his case first seems right until his rival comes and cross-examines him. <laughs> <There you>
1: go. <laughs> Proverbs is so full of wisdom Mm -hmm. and help. Yeah. And uh, what we want to say is be careful what you get involved in. How can we do that? What the whole social justice business, Mm -hmm. the issues of the day, where do pastors stand? We get asked those questions. Mm
0: Oh wow, there's so many ways we could go here. I know I'm like, scriptures I know. just going to bing bing yeah, bing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but,
1: and shouldn't they? Yeah, well, exactly. You know, and hopefully while you're hearing this, you're going, wait a minute, maybe you've got involved in something and something starts to spring as we say, wait a minute, come back to freedom. Yeah. What does freedom say? What's the word say?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How did I get myself in the middle of this mess? Why am I entangled in the affairs of this life?
0: It, one of the, the <laughs> one of the scriptures that has really helped me with with situations like this in my life especially having two daughters when <laughs> i see things going and my and you know even with my wife when i see things going wrong and people you know kind of um uh, rebelling against them and stuff like that and i'm like no no <laughs> but the scripture that uh, really uh, helped me was that i'm reminded that strife brings Evil or uh, brings uh, confusion and every evil work. Yeah, I does. can't remember. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, and so I think, okay. So if I deal with this the way that's on my heart right now, <laughs> am I going to be um, going into strife here? Mm-hmm. Even if I am right.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: In the situation, mm-hmm. if it brings about strife, it doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. It just says strife. Mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. define the strife. It says strife mm-hmm. brings confusion in every evil work. That's right. So if I'm coming in and I know that I'm right, but I'm stirring up that strife, all it's going to create, the fruit of it, is going to be confusion and evil work.
2: Yeah, that's Absolutely. Right. That's, right. that's
0: right. We don't want that. No. Like goodness no. Definitely.
1: We And as a father, I'm sure that you're very concerned about uh, the over-sexualization that's going on in the world but now, na- uh, going after every single angle uh, is not going to fix that. No. Yeah. If you get angry and you get in this strife, mm-hmm. no one hears you anyway. That's right. Have you ever, you know, seen people get in an argument? And nobody listens to the other side. That's right.
2: They're just listening for where they can say yeah. their yeah. Thing <laughs> waiting yeah. for a pause. Show so them they can wrong. Jump in. <laughs> yeah.
3: I heard someone say it's like. They're loading a gun behind their back. <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah. Loading, 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 waiting to pull the trigger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and no one hears each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Right. And if it was really working, that doesn't mean we don't have an opinion. It's not like we're saying sin isn't sin. No, sin is sin.
0: Yeah, It's yeah, not a
1: mistake. It's sin. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and sin separates. It's what it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's, uh, sin is part of the death cycle. You don't want to be involved in that. No. And so we, we clarify, yeah, it's all sin. It is, yeah. All the sexual immorality, immorality is all sin. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's not just oh that's nasty that's nasty sex. No, it's sin. S I N. Sin. And it needs, if it's sin, you got to repent for it. And but getting involved in all the specific issues, of course, we we're, we're in agreement and and we say, yeah. Mm-hmm. We know, yep, that's sin. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. hard to spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if I come to someone without the love of god Mm -hmm. that's what convicts Mm
0: -hmm.
2: yeah
1: now that doesn't mean i love the sin and that's where people get stuck i think yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it um in matthew 6 verse 33 it says that we're to seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness so when we see these things before us these injustices the the sin and the things that are going on um we're supposed to seek He first, his kingdom and his mm-hmm. righteousness. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean in plain language? Go talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. plain and simple, go talk to God about it. God, I see this. I know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. But what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, I just I give this to you. yeah, you mm-hmm. know, first first Peter five around verse seven says, cast cast your cares upon him because he cares about you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we cast those things on him. And then He comes back to us and He says, Okay, I I hear you. Now here's how I want you to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Definitely. And when we get His response, then we're walking in that love you're talking about. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. walking in that grace. We're Mm -hmm. walking in mercy. We're walking in joy. We're walking in peace. We're walking Mm -hmm. in love. And the, the fruit from that remains mm-hmm. definitely and yeah. continues definitely. and grows that's where it yeah. goes
2: yeah yeah I mean. amen because yeah. yeah a lot of church groups get or you know people they like they see the wrong and then they run to the wrong uh-huh. and not run to god yeah. mm-hmm. and they're like oh i'm gonna go fix that and so and then they try to get people united in the cause mm-hmm. but we're not united in a cause mm-hmm. we're united in him
0: amen, okay. amen.
2: Sure. and that's what's going to bring real
0: change yeah So um, we're out of time now. (laughs) (laughs) So let
2: me close
1: with this question. We want you to think about it before we return next week. What caused you to know that you needed to change? Mm. God bless you.